Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Kate Fakaronga mai kwe kito tato el horihori. He hōtaka e pānaki tō tātou ao whānui. You're with Our Changing World on RNZ National. I'm Alison Balance, and this week, as part of the Landcare Research Manaki Whenua Annual Garden Bird Survey, thousands of citizen scientists are out and about across the country counting our feathered neighbours. The news is rather sobering. Ten years of these counts have shown declines in quite a number of mostly introduced species such as starlings and song thrushes. Native silver eye numbers are down nationally, while introduced greenfinches and the endemic tui have increased slightly. The picture for native forest birds is slightly rosier in Wellington City, where Greater Wellington and Wellington City Council have been monitoring their numbers. Here's Greater Wellington's Philippa Crisp to tell us more. In 2011, we put 100 bird count stations across Wellington's parks and forests, their reserves, so the forested habitat of their reserves, and these were randomly allocated. We monitor those every year during spring, and they're counted twice at those stations, so that's about 200 counts each year. So experts go out, the people who know how to recognise their birds? Yes, yes, these are very experienced bird counters, and we try to keep the same observer as much as we can so that we minimise that variation between years. And are you seeing change? Uh, yeah, well, for three species, we're pretty confident now that they're increasing. So it's, it's really good news for those three. So they are Tui, Kaka, and Red Crown Parakeet. Fantastic. I have to say that you can walk around central Wellington now in the Botanic Gardens, down around Parliament, all around Ara Valley. The sound of Kaka is part of the sound of the city now. It is. It's amazing. And, you know, we have to thank Zealandia for that. They um, reintroduced kaka to the area. They were locally extinct from here, and Zealandia brought them back. So part of the key to this is having this fenced, predator-free sanctuary in the middle of the city. Uh, Definitely. But I I also want to say that all the pest control work that's happened in 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 our forests in the Wellington area through the work of Wellington City Council, Greater Wellington, but also this hundred odd care groups that are doing all this work are making that big difference as well, keeping those pest levels down, you know, the things that can impact our birds. And we also as a city, and I say that because I live here obviously, um, we do have lots of green space. We've got the town belt, we do have a lot of reserves. Yeah. And that's fantastic. And it's been really interesting to see that some of the, the, the areas where they get the most uh, counts of, of native species are those old-growth forests of Otari, Wilton's Bush and Kandala Park. So it's fantastic that Wellington saved these areas. So as a Wellingtonian, the bird that I really see in my garden and that seems to just be going from strength to strength is Tui. Yes, so Tui seem to have been doing the best, probably, um, and they uh, there was a relic population, just a small number of Tui uh, in Wellington, uh, before all this pest control started and before Zealandia was there, and they've just taken off. They've just done really, really well. Whereas 
kaka and, and red crown, they've been reintroduced by the sanctuary. Red crown parakeets are also very abundant out on Machi Soames Island as mm. well. So would they cross the water from there? They're thought to have. I know Parara Scenic Reserve, they think that they came there from across the water, so that's great as well. <laughs> Actually, I remember someone in Zealandia saying that they kept finding unbanded kakariki there as well, which were clearly turning up from somewhere else. Yep, yep. So I think, you know, we have to acknowledge... Uh, all the work that's been done, because there has been quite a bit of work done in pest control across the region, really, and I think that that's helped these species come back. And the other thing that's being muted at the moment with um, uh, Wellington City Council is maybe a more pork night count, uh, because obviously these don't get so picked up in these bird uh, counts because they're a nocturnal species. So kaka, tui... Kakariki doing pretty well. What about some of the other species? So out of the, all the species that we are getting counts for, we are focusing on about 18 native forest bird species because they're the ones that would make their home here. So uh, the other 15 are stable. They're not trending down, but we can't say at the moment that they've shown a statistical increase. But that's really good news because they're all um, hanging in there and doing okay as well. What about places like Miramar Peninsula, which I know has quite an ambitious goal to try and be predator-free? Yeah. We also this year did a special count there. So with Wellington City, we um, had a grid uh, put across Miramar Peninsula and got extra counts there. At the moment, there seem to be a lot of introduced species, but there are also quite a few natives. But probably habitat is the big thing there, and we're encouraging everyone to plant a native tree in their back garden if they can, because that will help our native species. So as you've said, that's the old growth forests that tend to be the really valuable places in the city. Yeah, but still, I mean, we're getting quite exciting results about seeing things all across the city. Um, So on top of those uh, standardised counts, we gather citizen science data, especially through eBird, which is a database, and adding that data to just see the presence, absence of birds, and it's a fantastic picture for some species. You can see... Uh, like how the kaka have moved out from Zealandia over time, but you can also see like very sensitive things like saddleback about it. at the moment they're just outside the sanctuary because they get hit by the pests. They're, they're much more sensitive to, to pests. So I've done a story before about the Pole Hill Sanctuary mm. in Arrow Valley with the people who are trapping there, and, yeah, they have kaka and tiaki and yeah. robins, all sorts of things nesting, and they're, they're birds that have come over for the fence from the sanctuary and yep. are spilling out. Yeah, fantastic work that they're doing. But can some of those species expand? And that's really a good question uh, for people trying to investigate how we could help those species move further afield. Yeah. There are some other conversations for people in the city to have around things like cats as well. So people yeah, are quite happy true. to catch <laughs> rats. Wellington's pretty good in terms of possums, isn't it? Yes, we've been doing possum control for many years now. And, um, like, for instance, Miramar Peninsula is uh, possum-free. And uh, across the city, they're in pretty low numbers now because of all that work. Yeah. Do you get any complaints about the increase in bird numbers? Uh we haven't. I think Wellington City sometimes gets com- some complaints about kaka and tui being noisy, but I think we think that that's not a bad complaint to have. The most exciting bird sighting that I've had this year is I live on the side of Mount Victoria, but a- away from the city. As I was walking home and I heard a falcon. Oh, wow. Yep, no, we're getting falcon. I mean, obviously they are birds that have larger territories than others, so they're not 
as in big numbers as you get other species, but they're looking as though they're trending in a stable manner as well. So do you have any sense of how Wellington compares to other cities around New Zealand? To my knowledge, this is the only sort of uh, long-term monitoring that we've had uh, in a city. Um, I know other areas are getting much more into that. Hamilton are doing quite a bit of work. But I think the fact that all of those species are either increasing or stable, I think is just really good news for a city. Thanks, Philippa. That was Philippa Crisp, and she's the Greater Wellington Team Leader for Land, Ecology and Climate. I'm Alison Balance, and this Our Changing World podcast first aired on RNZ National on the 5th of July 2018. Our webpage at rnz.co.nz slash ourchangingworld is a place you can find hundreds of podcasts like this, as well as photos and useful links. It's also a place where you can sign up for our handy weekly email newsletter. You can listen to us on the RNZ app, and subscribe to us as a podcast in all the usual places, including Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, and Apple Podcasts on iTunes, where we'd love it if you could rate us and leave a comment. If you haven't caught up with RNZ's murder mystery podcast series, Gone Fishing, you'll find that there as well. Stay in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter, where we are RNZ Science. Thanks for your company. Bye for now. Na mihi. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.